0: Welcome to Sacred Starlight Spiritual Podcast, an enchanted take on healing, manifestation and living. This is the sacred meeting place of magic, metaphysics and grace. I'm Rebecca Muir, a professional astrologer, energy healer, meditation teacher, musician and good witch. I'm here to nudge us all back into the magic of the force of love again. It's time to remember the infinite power that pulses through you now and moves everywhere around you, connected and available to you in every moment. It's time to change energy, to heal trauma, limiting beliefs, and to rise above the old story. It's time to remember and feel into a beautiful and powerful new identity. It's time to lean into love and weave magic. Dear force of infinite love, dear universe, great mystery, dear God, cloak us in love, grace, and magic now. So be it, and so it is. Let's get enchanted. welcome um this is my very first time doing this podcast as sacred starlight and as a professional healer which i have been quietly becoming over the last four years and uh it's funny i never really anticipated starting this out with this particular topic but here we are um the history of this podcast we always go with the flow we always just do authenticity and whatever comes up so i'm super stoked to welcome monica blanco to the podcast and today we're talking about how to face the dark when you'd really rather not <laughs> um, yeah. which is me because so um very brief background so mm-hmm. i'm in this new age industry and i am working with energy continually but not really focused on protection not overly smudging like you know i know when we get into (laughs) this kind of thing sometimes people can be really freaked out about picking up energy picking up entities like excessively clearing i've always just been like really fearless about it and um until I had an experience.
1: <laughs> so I st- And I
0: still prefer to, to just be in the light and focus on the light. Um, so yes. this is actually not particularly comfortable for me. And I've really looked up to Monica as a guide. Um, so this is where I am in my own evolution as a healer, is uh, actually looking at some of this some of this stuff. And let's dive in and take it and take a journey through it. And I do want to do an opening prayer as well be opening every podcast from now on with a prayer. And um, I love it It's non denominational. So it can be to the universe to God to goddess to your higher self to the force of love. And that is what i prefer to call it the force of love is really what it is whatever whatever name you're using it is a force of love so just take a moment dear universe dear infinite force of love infinite force of magic and possibility infinite force of grace Dear Mother Goddess, Father God, higher self, force of goodness, be with us now. Bless every person listening to this, watching this. Bless us. Allow us to be clean and clear channels of your love. Cloak this podcast in love and grace so you move forward into this conversation, sharing this with nothing but love everywhere around us and nothing but love within us, so be it. And so it is, amen. So it is. And Monica, do you have anything that you wanted to add?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I would like to add, knowing that we have the assistance of all the beings of light, angels, archangels. I call upon Archangel Michael to assist us today, to be here present with us. So everything that is said or anything that comes up can be from a place of love, light, and protection. And so it is. So be it, amen, in gratitude.
0: Hmm. All right, <laughs> and especially you can tell like I'm nervous, right? So I, this is the the hero. It's the hero's journey, right? So um, my my path as a healer has really expanded over the last year too. I've been doing it for years. I've had my reiki attunement for 20 years, but it's really deepened, and. Um, this stuff is, I always believed in it, but like until you experience it, you know, and you're just like, hmm. And so I tend to always still sugarcoat everything and look at it all through like this lens of um, bright and I like unicorns and fluffy things and all of that. But, um, but yeah, this is, you have to, there comes a time, I think on everyone's journey where you face some unpleasant stuff, you face some difficult stuff, you, you know, shadow work. That's like a whole... Mm-hmm sort of other way of approaching this, but today we're really talking about um, darker energies, entities, Mm -hmm. um, and we'll go way, way into that um, a lot deeper. But uh, this is, when you begin to face that, you, are in the process of discovering the real power of love, the real power of the light, and it's within you and everywhere around you. And so, (laughs) but it's intimidating (laughs) to me still, that's where I am right now, just being real. So I didn't even give Monica a proper, introduction. So Monica Blanco is such a gifted healer and intuitive. I've known her for about four years now. We met in Los Angeles at Liberate Emporium. She has a business with her mother and sister called My Path to Light, and you can find them at mypathtolight.com. Um, Also on Instagram, my path to underscore light or uh, light frequency 333 is where you can find her. And she is an exceptional healer. So she does theta healing. Um, I don't know if you're still doing reconnective healing in Reiki, but um, lots of modalities. And she reads the Akashic records. She reads the tarot cards from a very healing perspective. And everything Mm -hmm. that she does is working in the light, like, period it's just yes. that. However, it's very interesting. So she's like the first person that I call. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> so since you were a little girl, you've seen dark energy. Is yes. that right? Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Um, I I want to say that I recall um, maybe being around three or four when I started seeing, I want to say like shadows. Uh, I started seeing like I wasn't sure why they were sometimes either shadows or they were ugly or, or you know, sometimes, you know, you're you're a kid. So back then it was more like, why did I see that? How, what happened? And, you know, as, as we're so innocent that we don't uh, perceive like we're just scared. So no matter how it seemed, it could have been maybe just a shadow at the time. And it was just like that little Bulk of clothes in the corner, and they're like <laughs> seeing that it's moving. <laughs> um, but yes, it's 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 been a journey, uh, and it started around four years old when I started seeing dark spirits and beings.
0: Wow. Um, so, <laughs> how did so what happened? How did that progress from there to Neph to the work that you do now? Because now you're doing a lot of work which involves clearing those, and I also do want to make sure that I i am clear that it's not just the concept of, Ooh, there's ghosts or Ooh, there's demons. Like, um, this is something that my whole life I've tried to rationalize as it's just somebody's perception of dark energy that it's Mm -hmm. manifested as like a being or an entity. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I never would perceive things like that ever before. I was just Mm -hmm. like, that's a concept. It's negative energy, whatever. And, um, but now I'm starting to, uh, I don't know if it's just the modalities that I've been studying, like in Theta Healing, because I'm also a Theta Healer, and I've studied with Monica and her mother. <laughs> uh, we learn how to clear those things, and they are sort of presented as entities. And I'm starting to have more experiences where they're showing up for me that way when I'm doing healings and clearings on other mm-hmm. people. And I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um is very strange so how did you get from when you were a little girl to beginning to see those things to now where you're like clearing them from other people
1: and how did you how do you
0: conceptualize these energies
1: yeah well i want to say that you know it wasn't easy of course you know i i don't think that anyone's journey seeing dark spirits is easy um it's not, <laughs> not <laughs> um, walk in the park I've had some people say oh my god what you do is so cool I'm like <laughs> uh, well <laughs> define cool <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man so um, it was a very interesting journey you know it wasn't easy it was as a child even when I tried to maybe ask at the time my mom or maybe tell someone that uh, I was scared that there was something there, like uh, in the closet under the bed. you know us as kids we we kind of tend to see things, we see the other side until we 're seven years old, actually, we can see not just darkness that 's my personal experience um, but until we 're seven, we can see even beings of light or people who have passed like you know grandparents or um, just spirits. And so we're very vulnerable to that energy until we're seven. I want to say that we're in a theta state, everything. And and we've heard, you know, many, um, either psychologists say that, you know, the first seven years is when, you know, we absorb all this information. So it's very important to support, uh, your kids in that sense of like, Maybe it's not that there's not something there. Maybe let's see what's going on Mm. now. Now, when I was around maybe seven, they kind of started getting a little bit more intense. The energies were more, or the the beings or negative spirits that I would see would actually reach out, like they would want to say things. And at the time, I didn't know what to do. I was more scared. Um... My mom had always been in different types of religions looking for that inner peace, that spirituality, trying to um, find that what we look for. You know, I just want to be at peace, I want to heal. And so going through many, many (laughs) religions, (laughs) one of them was um, Jehovah's Witness. And we were there. For really, <laughs> I did not know this about you. I know Okay. Mm-hmm. We were there for like a good five years. My sister was very, very little, wow. and um, you know they they don't believe in we can see angels. It's it's only like privileged people, and which you know up to a certain point I understand. You know, it's. It's their belief, and I totally, totally respect it. But I was more like, why do I keep on seeing things, and they don't look nice? And at the time, you know, it was like, um, maybe I'm doing, I'm a bad person. Maybe I'm doing something. I've always been a bad person. Now, mind that, you know, we all go through life, and I had some bad experiences, you know, I... I had a lot of things come up in school, at home. You know, my mom was very, very loving. um, But I did have people, we did have people around us that were not too positive. And so that didn't help. Now I understand it didn't help. But back then I was like, why do I keep on just seeing these things? As a teenager, I tried to escape. And like all of us, you know, I I tried to escape by like leaving school or, you know, bad company and uh, friends that were not good influence. Hmm. And it got to the point where, you know, I started drinking. And it really, really just lowers your vibration. Now I get it. So at the time, I would kind of want to say that I felt like the voices and what I saw would dim down when I would drink, but even that it was like I would still see them, so I want to say that consciously and you know, aware I want to say that I was twenty when I decided like I didn't even know my mom still was like we were out of Jehovah's Witnesses, she was into like meditations and and so <laughs> I remember that um when she would go into a meditation class, she would always be like, let's see what we learned today. And you know, as a teenager before my twenties, I was like, why? And I would have these beautiful experiences. Like I would see at the time, you know, all the adults and be like, oh, after the meditation, like, what did you guys see? And people would be like, oh, I saw colors and I saw, you know, shapes. Meanwhile, my mom and I would like, I just had a whole journey. I went out of earth, came back. I went to the mountains, came back. (laughs) (laughs) And I was still like, why doesn't people get it? You know? Uh, But like I said, you know, at the time I was very, it was like, I want to say, I don't want to say naive, but it was very like, I did not have much experience. I had my own experiences, but not um, what other people could experience. So in my 20s, I think around the beginning of my 20s, I decided like, you know what? I need to shut this off. I can't. I just, it was just becoming, it wasn't like overwhelming. I was just like, what do you want? I have no idea what to do with you. And it wasn't just like I said, you know, people that passed away. It was just like, and it wasn't people that passed away that are like, I have a message for my mom. It was more like people who died tragically and they looked like they died, you know, it was very, um, the images were very strong and they weren't pretty. And so, and not only did I see that, but I would always see entities or what we would call like a fallen angel or demons Mm -hmm. or dark beings, you know. Um, I saw them all kinds, shapes, sizes and all that. And I was like, maybe maybe this is my, I had never called it a burden, but I'm like, maybe it's something that just clicked in my mind and it was like a switch on and off, and I was like, I'm just gonna turn it off. Now, I did question myself at the time, like, because of the groups that we would go and meditate, like, why wouldn't I be able to see angels or beings of light?
0: Ah, uh, so you uh, weren't seeing anything light, only dark stuff.
1: It would be once in a while that I would see like a light. Like oh is ah. that I think that's an angel you know or or what we perceive as angels and um, hmm. it was it was a very interesting time um, as time went on you know my mom you know by then she was like not just medita- meditating but she was like into healings and all that stuff and I was still like oh my god what is what is she doing now <laughs> and um, she. She was always very supportive of me. She's like, and she would give me tips that now I understand, you know, like, maybe you need to embrace it. I'm like, I don't want to embrace anything. I'm like, that's not cool. (laughs) And it wasn't like I said, so much of me being scared. It was more like, I would not turn on the light. I would be like, I would would not challenge them, but I would be like, I'm not going to turn on the light. What do you want? What is it? Is yeah, there anything were, we need to talk about? Well, what? There was nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so you were just seeing them and there was no, because that was going to be my other question is like, did you ever feel that you were being harmed by this, these energies in any way?
1: <sighs> mm, or you just harmed. saw them and they're just. Well, it was yeah. like people, like I said, you know, if it was like someone that needed to give a message, it wasn't messages. They would speak. But it was more like either looped or repetitive um, if a person had died tragically let's say in a car accident and they would just show up you know how they died I they would just just continue in that loop in mind that I I didn't know what to do or what to say um, even though I had been in different religions I was like maybe you need to find the light like I, I just wasn't sure what to do now yeah with the let's let's say with entities or any type of dark spirit that wasn't like let's say a person with them all I would hear was very negative chatter which didn't help to my drinking at the time it was like see nobody cares look at you look at where you are and so there were very a, a lot of negative talk um I wanna say that up to a certain point, I felt that I I, I wasn't at risk because I, it's not that I didn't listen to them. It was more like when it was like, oh, see, you're alone. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense, you know, by Um Even though, like I said, my mom was always there like as a support, it was more me. Like I thought that I was looking for for a way out in the sense of like, oh, if I drink, if I have friends, if I do this, So it never became like an issue. I never felt like I would be attacked. They did come very close to me, like I could see them like very, very close, but it was more like, you need to get away from my space. I I don't know what you want. And even though, I I wanna say intuitively, not knowing that's intuition, I didn't ask what they wanted specifically when they were just like beings from the dark with them I would just be like I I can't have you here I and I would hear people say like if you see a dark spirit all you have to say is uh, You're not welcome here. And so I would say that you're not welcome here. It's uh, I don't even know why you're here Mm. And so they would just kind of like in and out night sometimes It would just feel dark Uh, at at some point. So even though I did have light in my life, I had, you know, my mom or things to look up for. I had many belief systems on what God, source, universe was. That's one thing I did not leave. Hmm. I would always pray. Now, because I had been in in different um, teachings, the prayer was always to God. It was like, God... Now now I'm more open to universe, source, that, you know, divine energy, Father, Mother, God energy. But back then, I was like, God. And I would never, and I, and I remember a few times where, I want to say the, the temptation, as we call it, you know, the dark spirits would be like, well, you know, if I help you do this, you can have this, or, you know, ask me. You actually prayer. heard stuff like that. I did. I hear about that. Wow. Interesting. And the thing is that sometimes um, we think it's the way I would see them. I would see them in two different ways. I would see them with my third eye, which I thought at the time was imagination. And sometimes I would see (laughs) physically. Mm. So um, I would also see them in people and, and, it's, it was very interesting because I would see a person or talk to someone and I knew they would be like very dark or what we perceive as dark. And then I would see that their either their facial features would change. And I don't mean like, oh, pretty. It's like for some reason, something would shift in their energy and in their face. And so I knew that there was like a little bit wow. more to that. Woo! <laughs> sorry, I'm like, I've had
0: one of these experiences, just one, and that is, it, oh, yeah, like, I, I experienced that myself, and it was harrowing for me. <laughs> Carry on, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I'm just like, as you're saying that, I'm like, wow, I've actually never told anybody. Oh. Or, oh. ver- or verbal yeah like that piece of that experience for me, but it did involve that very much. And I was like, whoa, all right, (laughs) keep going.
1: I would love to hear about that experience.
0: (laughs) After, we'll get to it. But uh, it's not actually very fun for me to
1: talk about. Not
0: super comfortable (laughs) with it.
1: But anyway, working on that. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. So as as time went on, you know, um, in my 20s, I did have a lot of experiences. Even though I decided to shut it down, things would come up here and there. It wasn't as often as before. Um, But I thought that I could, you know, one thing I will say is that I never, I don't wanna say never, I don't like using that word, or always, I would say, um, I I tried not to um, engage much with them in the sense of like, mm, if they asked a question, I wouldn't answer. It's like, I would try not to acknowledge them. And mm, it was a little bit, hard because they knew that I could see them or sense them. And I want to say also, it wasn't 24 seven. Right. It was, sometimes it was just at night. Sometimes I was in the place I was. Sometimes it was during the day. It's, it wasn't like I was seeing them. Oh, everywhere I went, they were there. You know, it was just like, oh, that's, that's that. Okay, great. <laughs> and interestingly enough, um, that's how I learned to see people like to see and sense i want to say that now i know it's intuition but i would sense people and be like oh this doesn't feel light this doesn't feel good and so i knew there was something around that and it and it helped me kind of be around different types of people you know it's like oh this is not good okay i'm gonna walk this way and this is not good i'm gonna not talk to this person and it kind of made me feel like I could kind of hold my ground with who I can speak to and not you know mm-hmm. it was very very interesting my 20s now once <laughs> at the time also you know I was with someone uh, for for several years and we had planned on having a child and I want to say that usually we always say, you know, once you have kids, things change. Things did change for me, um, but I didn't feel they changed to the point of, like, of course your priorities change. Now, yes, there's things we need to address more, you know. It's like, oh, I can't buy this because I need to buy tankers or whatever it was, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. A year into it. uh, Once my son was a year old. Whose name is Angel, by the way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Angel. (laughs) So even though I wasn't um, in this uh, healing path fully, by that time I was using sage. I was kind of like, okay, maybe I can do this, Palo Santo, you know, stuff like that. I wasn't fully immersed in it. I was kind of like seeing my mom and uh, what is she doing? Um, (laughs) Oh, poor Beatrice. (laughs) I know. I love her. I love her. I'm like, how did you put up with me so long? (laughs) I would have been like, you need Jesus. I always say that. You need God in your life.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And Beatrice, uh, Monica's mother, is an amazing, very gifted healer. So, yeah, she's. Just as a side note.
1: Yeah, I, I and as a mom, I I, I want to say that I just feel like sometimes I I took her for granted a lot of times. <laughs> so, one day, um, and I'm jumping over like my healing part, which I'll, we can get into later. One day, my son was about one. You know, he was about one. And by then, you know, even though I had been with his dad for many years, it just didn't work out. And by the time he was like four or five months, we had separated. So when he turned about one, he one day just told me, like out of nowhere, he said, mommy, monster. And mine, the, the night before, I had had like really one of the roughest nights. Um, seeing darkness and now I want to say that I didn't bring turn the light back on so to speak of my intuition and what I could see after I had him something just shifted in my energy now intuitively, I want to say that it was like mother instinct that said you know all your senses are open um but I want to say that once he was born something changed that I didn't notice in my energy and I was more aware of darkness and it makes sense. It was a mom, you know, it's like, what's that? Who's there, you know, but I still didn't know much like about what to do. Like I know the basics, how to smudge, use sage, how to pray. I always called upon Archangel Michael that no matter what religion I was in, He was my go-to. He, and and I say he, I just feel it's an energy. The energy of Archangel Michael was so powerful that I decided to just have him by my side every time I had really, really dark times. And the night before Angel said he saw a monster, I was in, I waited for him to go to sleep and I had seen something dark in the living room. And this was when, when we speak of like demons and fallen angels and all that. We, like you said, you know, we're scared. I wasn't scared. But when you have seen them for so long, and this time, you know, I'm a mom. And I had seen them before. And like I said, you know, I would much. But this night, you know, Angel had his little bed, you know, next to mine. It wasn't a crib, it was a bed. uh, Because I wanted him to be, like, very independent. (laughs) That's how it's always been. Um, And he was sleeping, and he... The thing that was in the living room just was, like, not leaving. It was around 11 at night. So, you know, I got up, I saged and cleared the energy. I had some holy water, and I had some... um, uh, a spray that I bought that said Archangel Michael spray. <laughs> um, you know, and now that I think about it, I'm like, and, and, and I'll say that they all work. When we're in time of need, they all work. But this time, for some reason, it wasn't working. And so I turned off all the lights after cleansing and praying and doing all this stuff. And I could see, like, from where my bed was at in the room, I could see a little bit of the living room like at an angle and I could still see it but I was like you know as long as it's out there you know and I would just kind of be almost almost fall asleep and then every time I would like kind of remember it was closer and you know like I said before you know they've come really close and I've never had an incident of you know that being threatened or anything so And one of the times I, um, Angel kind of like had woken up and so I brought him to my bed. So now he was next to me. Hmm. And he, because he was next to me and I was already like falling asleep, the last time I had seen this entity or demon, he was um, at the edge of my bed. Yeah, He was getting really close. And like I said, you know, I heard so many things curse at it, which doesn't help. And then I'll explain why Um, sage and do this. The last time I saged, uh, which is, Oh, let, let me get to that part. So I got up, I screamed at it. I cursed and I saw him like disappear. Now mind that by this time I was seeing him, not just with my third eye, but almost like physically. So I would like maybe look that way and I can see the shadow just right there. And when I would see, and I was like, what did it look like? I would just close my eyes and it was like just something not pleasant. And so mm-hmm. I finally just kind of like closed my eyes. And I felt, let's put it this way, a hand touched my thigh. And, oh and it literally went like this. So it went like like this, and it went like this. That's the feeling I had. They've never touched me. I jumped out of bed so mad. And I was like, (laughs) you, mother, (laughs) I was so mad. (laughs) I cursed, I I got the sage. By this, you know, I didn't. And I was cursing like, if you don't get out of my room, because I didn't want to wake up angel. (laughs) So I'm cursing like in in a low voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. And get this. So because I'm trying to be as quiet as I can, because he's sleeping, Uh, I'm burning the sage. And they had just installed in the building new alarm smoke alarm detector. Oh, God. So... I, it was on and these were, I, I haven't heard them anywhere else after that, but these were very, very modern where I was saging and it was so smoky. Cause I was like the smoke here it gets. And I'm like, I'm not even opening the window. I'm like, I wanted to yeah. die in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my thought behind it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the smoke alarm went off and it was like, It had a voice, a woman's voice saying, smoke detected, warning, or emergency, smoke detected. But it was so loud, it scared me. Angel woke up. It was just like, (laughs) oh, my God, a wild night. Now, after all that, he finally went to bed. It was like two in the morning. I didn't see it again. But I would see other things in the room still that night. I did have some activity going on.
0: So it did leave with the sage and with your will you were able to
1: I wanna say that it cleared that it one did, but I don't think it left as in I just think I couldn't see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how. I just knew I couldn't see it anymore. It got his um what he wanted. He wanted to scare me and he scared me. Because they feed on the energy, right? Is that that's what's happening? Yes. They feed on fear. They feed, yes. they feed on negative feelings, anger. So when I said cursing does not work, you're angry. Yeah. So another thing that will attract them is a low vibration, which I'll get into the light, uh, how we can raise our vibration in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So he was, I knew there were things around. And I think what scared me, as in, like, not fear it, it was more like, it wasn't that it touched me. It was that it crossed the line where I had never had an issue, but next to my son. Yeah. And so it just went into, like, we, you know, we say mama bear. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, so... You get like gangster,
0: (laughs) like straight up gangster for like a quick second. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. And I was like, what do you do in those cases, you know? And I want to say that was like a real wake-up call, not just because it crossed the line with me, but because the next day, Angel, we were getting ready for daycare, you know, I was working, and he said he saw a monster in the kitchen. And so... I said, I I didn't, I didn't know what to do, but this is what came, what I felt I needed to do. I said, okay. I grabbed his little hands and I went to the kitchen and I said, where did you see it? And he said, right here. And I said, okay, close your eyes. And I want, as we're with our eyes closed, I want you to imagine that there's light, like, like the light bulb. You know, there's so much light. There's this this kitchen is full of light and we're going to call in God and the angels. And I felt like I was making a prayer to mm. calm him and myself down, even though he wasn't scared. He just said monster. And to move energy basically, yeah. which you which might not have realized. I didn't realize what you were yeah. doing, but you're moving energy. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I was like, just having him and myself visualize that there was light the whole apartment was full of light, mm-hmm. and I said, "Open your eyes." And I said, "Do you see him?" And he said, "No." Nope. I was like, "Monster." And he's like, "No, nope, no, monster." And I'm like, "Okay." So um, I got in my car, you know, and then I uh, dropped him off at daycare. As I walked back to my car, I got in the car, and broke down. I just started crying. And I was like, I don't want him to go through what I went through. Mm. I, I I, don't want... If he's going to be like me, I didn't have the feeling of like, don't like, shut it off. I had the feeling more like, there's something else I need to do. And I wasn't sure what it was. So as I'm crying, of course, I call my mom. <laughs> I'm like... Angel saw this and I don't know what to do, you know, and at the time I was thinking I don't like my job and Mm. and I have to go into work and it was like this thing of like instead of me being with my son and maybe something that maybe he didn't feel traumatic or as much I felt there was a huge thing and I think that now I understand he might have been scared, he didn't show it or say it but it just made me think on what to do. And so my mom said, you know, I've been talking to you about this for a while. I think you should take this class. And she she, she sent me the picture of a little, of a magazine and said, it says, it said something around the lines of like, speaking to your guardian angel. And uh, I think it said something like, it didn't say clearing, it said something like releasing negative spirits or something like that. It wasn't like specific.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was like, I don't care. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. And that's when I found Theta Healing. Wow. It's yeah. uh it was a very So I wanna say that when we say our kids change us. I don't feel it was once he was born I changed it was more that moment that we have like what can we do like yeah how can we help them because this was going to be part of his life.
0: Exactly. It's funny, I don't have kids, but in a parallel, uh, being a healer now, uh, I'm practicing like three different energy healing modalities. I've ignored this stuff for a long time. And I mean ignored as in I didn't feel threatened by it. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm in the light, my vibration is high. I, you know, wasn't. um, And now I'm beginning to encounter it, not all the time, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. from time to time. And I'm like, I have to deal with this and I have to find a way forward through it, Mm -hmm. I can't put it under the rug, I can't look away, I can't pretend it isn't there. Right. And so something, you know, it's my career, like my (laughs) clients are coming and I'm like, it's again, like it's rare. It's not like everybody has a demon or something. Um, And we'll talk about the differences by the way, in a Mm -hmm. moment between different energies. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like you, you get pushed up against a wall and it's like, when it comes to your son, there's no, um, like, there's not an, it's not an option to be like, you know, um, it's like, I've got to deal with this. I have to face this. Mm -hmm. I have to find a way through it. There must be a solution. Mm -hmm. Right. And luckily there is luckily there is right. So I want to talk about that as well. Right. So we're not just like, Ooh, there's (laughs) and ghosts everywhere. You all need to be scared. I don't want to be scared. Right. So, cause most people don't have Monica's gift of, um, or at least have not developed Monica's gift of intuition. So like, well, we all need to clear our energy from time to time, even if we don't realize it, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't mean you're like, got like all these demons attached to you or anything. (laughs) Sometimes there's stuff, but you know, most people aren't having experiences like what you had, where you see it so clearly, but that doesn't mean that we're not all affected by these energies as well. Right. Right. So even if you're not seeing what she's seeing, it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that there's not some energy hygiene that we can Mm -hmm. practice, like some clearing, reconnecting with the force of love yes. within you because it's within you right and yes. all around you and stuff like that too so i just really want to get that in there and be like hey guys like we're still in the light here like there's, all, there's good news yeah <laughs> but, yes. but it's it's so important that you shared your journey and your story or at least part, i'm sure that's just a small part that's of what you've got that's through. like the
1: uh, quantum leave like <laughs> oh my god i can only
0: imagine right but yeah. yeah, so your mother um was doing theta healing, and it were had she already been doing it, and that 's what this course was in
1: yeah, so um she had heard about the course she she had read it in a magazine, and um, she had suggested, mind that you know, my mom had around the same time very interesting um, I was still drinking on and off, and now with a kid, you know it 's like. It's not like before, but the alcohol, um, it wasn't like what we say, you know, it wasn't that much, you know, it was just here and there every weekend or something. (laughs) Yeah. Like pretty socially normal. Right. Right. And so, but I knew deep down that it was, it was out of hand. Now, the only reason I bring up the alcohol is because my mom, around the same time when I was talking to her about, you know, uh, Angel and about this class, she offered to do a healing on me. She's like, do you want to do a healing? And for some reason, this time around, every time she wanted to do a healing, I was like, okay, I'll just lay, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what is it this time? And I always just, because I feel like sometimes she just, she, she not only just wanted to practice, but she wanted to how she was healing. She wanted me to experience that healing energy. Yes. And that's what we all want. It's like once we feel something, we want others to uh, experience it. So, That's love. Yeah. And so my mom yeah. said, hey, you know what? Let me do a healing on you. And I was like, okay. Um, and so basically in that session, what we addressed, uh, what she did was a theta healing session. What she addressed was anger. Mm. which is another part. Um, yeah. I was very angry, but like a very angry person. I was, um, so throughout that whole lifetime that I just talked about, I wasn't someone who was at peace. There was an anger inside that I, I, I don't want to say couldn't control. And at this point, mind that I knew and I felt that I had everything under control, except what happened to my son. <laughs> Uh I thought I had everything under control. So the alcohol was under control, my son was, you know, under control and when I say under control I mean like I knew what I was doing and I could handle it. Yeah. We all have that point where we're, we're like this is here, this is here, I'm good, you know. Um and so she did a healing on anger. And we did the healing and all that and when it ended I said, "You know, I love the, this, this was beautiful. I didn't use those words, but I was like, this is, this was great. I just, just so you know, I told my mom, oh my God. <laughs> I said, just so you know, this is not going to change who I am, my friends, um, <gasps> my mm-hmm. my <laughs> drinking. I was like, this is not going to do any of that. And I was like, okay. I was, she's like, I, I, all I want you to do is be happy. And I was like, I know, I'm just telling you. I'm like, okay. Um, But as the week went on, I want to say you know, in a few weeks, that weekend, again, you know, um, and mind that, you know, uh, I would always uh, leave. I lived with my mom for a little bit, and then I lived by myself. And when I was living by myself, I would leave Angel with my mom. So I would be like, hey, I'm going to go out tonight. And she would just be like, again, you know, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to go. So I used to club a lot. And, um, I went out that following weekend, but as I was out, I just, I didn't feel different. I just felt like I just didn't want to go out, but I still went. Cause you know, I had told my friends we were going to go and mm-hmm. but I just felt like off as the weekends started going one weekend. I noticed that I was like giving excuses on why not to go. I was like, and so remember the session was about why I was angry. And why has it come up throughout my life? I didn't feel that intensity of being angry anymore, but I also didn't feel like I wanted to go out. It was just like, I just want to be home, watch a movie. I want to be warm in my bed. Like it just felt like, and I want to be with Angel. It just felt different. And... I, I, I didn't realize, I want to say until maybe like several months later, that even like when I had a... I, I didn't usually drink beer, but when I had like maybe even half a beer, I was just like, I don't even know why I like it. Like, I, I was more of a al- alcohol, like a liquor. I was more of a <clears throat> vodka person. Yeah. And I was like, woof I just, I wasn't there anymore. So obviously mm. with that change my friends weren't around anymore because it was just that was that's what we had in common the drinking and partying and so it's not that once you have a healing all your friends leave actually it's the opposite (laughs) The, the real ones start showing up the real ones start
0: showing up. Now, I wanna ask you, um, because with the healing essentially, um, theta healing is a lesser known modality in terms of like in the grander scope of the, which is funny because people, it's still huge. It's huge, but I feel like people don't know it the way they know Reiki, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But it does work with beliefs the Mm -hmm. energetics of beliefs and maybe you can explain this right so it's clearing beliefs that seems like such a vague concept of like this nebulous like what how do you clear a belief but there's an energy and there's an energetic structure to beliefs and it can exist um in the dna it can exist in your energy field in the history um Mm -hmm. like past lives it can exist like sort of in your brain as neurological wiring or on the soul level there's all these but it's like it's actually quite like, I want to say physical. It's actually, mm-hmm. like, physical, even though it may not be something that's, like, existing in density, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I? Yes? No? Y- yes. elaborate on <laughs> She explains it better than I do. But, yeah. So, when she gets this healing from her mother, um, she's being, like... Um, like upgraded like it's like almost a recalibration of the system old things programs are falling away old wiring is following falling away and new information new light new frequency is coming in
1: yes yeah you did great you did great um yeah so what belief systems are is like we all have beliefs and I don't mean like, oh, I believe in the sky or I believe in God, not universe, um, even though that those are beliefs too, or I believe in um, aliens. It's, it's, it's more like what, you know, when, when we, I will always talk like, when people go to therapy, what they're working through are situations that are coming up. So in theta healing is very similar. We're gonna talk about situations that are coming up. Why are they coming up? And so when we clear and release belief systems that are blocking us, hurting us, or are preventing us from moving forward, or why do we have these beliefs or patterns, that's when it's an issue. So if we all have beliefs and usually beliefs, I say usually because I have found that we can create beliefs starting right now, you know. You get information, and you decide if you want to accept it or you don't. And if you do accept it, it's a new belief. Now, when I say most beliefs come from childhood, is what we've heard, you know, um, in all types of uh, therapies. When, when we're small we start building those neural connections in our brain. This is why I said in the beginning, until we're seven, we're basically getting wired. Like, what are the beliefs of our parents? Oh, screaming is normal. Oh, drinking is normal. Oh, um... Anger is normal, for anger example, is normal. or depression. And in or- this case, my case, anger was normal. And it came at the time from my mom, but it was more from uh, my stepdad. Hmm. And so when we go into like seeing why there's all that anger um, or why there's a belief. Now, what happens in Theta Healing is the short version is (laughs) (laughs) what's upsetting you. Let's see where it came from we use muscle testing, which is a technique used by chiropractors, applied kinesiology, where we tap into the subconscious mind to see where it's coming from. Once we know where it came from, we can release it. So theta healing releases it in this lifetime and even past lifetimes or parallel lives Mm -hmm. if you're open to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it came from this lifetime, how old were you? Where it happened? And so once we release that belief from that moment, it's kind of like, I want to call it like a threat. So let's even say anger. It's like a threat of like anger, 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 which originated from here. Once we clear that, it's kind of like we go back in time. We heal that moment, not to forget it, not to sweet, like you were saying, you know, sweep it under the rug or not doing anything like that it was more like we clear that heel so from that moment on every incident that we had feels less triggering because well mm-hmm, go, no, go ahead go ahead, go ahead, go ahead,
0: go ahead Alex. Yeah, yeah
1: because what we want is if this anger is actually hurting your relationships hurting even yourself you can't have a friendship because the first thing you do is get angry or whatever it is, you know? Or scared
0: or, mm-hmm. yeah, or what, yeah. Whatever yeah. the belief is. Or just um, having to carry and live in that energy, that with that consciousness, in that state of being all the time. Exactly. Which is... Exactly, a state of being. It's a state of being um, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no. If it's helped, if it's served, um, we this is where we learn the lessons. And so mm-hmm. basically Theta Healing is a clearing of a belief system, releasing a belief system, and reprogramming. So I always like to say that it's a type of reprogram. We call it also downloads. Now, when we do the healing is we connect into a Theta State. Theta State is the state of, I want to say, gratitude, bliss you know it's a it's that divine energy so when our our brain goes into a theta brain wave we can reprogram now we've had hip hypnotherapy is in a theta state that's when they reprogram meditation in general um mm-hmm. you know so long as you can actually
0: get past that first bunch of monkey mind yes you know um but i (laughs) also wanted to to add in that my understanding of theta healing too is that um these programs and this kind of state of being um that we've absorbed especially as sponges when we're children we're always in theta so everything just goes right in Mm -hmm. it's in the lizard brain right Mm -hmm. it's in like your subconscious which is actually parts of your brain and your body is like the physical manifestation of your subconscious and that's Mm -hmm. why they say the body knows the truth that's why you can do the muscle testing Mm -hmm. you can ask your body what the truth is or rather what your beliefs are Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's the truth, but it's your truth. Right. Um, right. So you can use that as a tool to dig. And so when you go into theta, you have access to the whole system, not just the conscious mind, because that's why talk therapy is like a great, but
1: I love it. you
0: can talk mm-hmm. and talk and talk and talk. But if you're not getting, you never, it never makes it past the conscious mind into the subconscious and it never actually rewires on a deep level, mm-hmm. never clears on a deep level. And so- that's why this theta um, and there's it's not just theta healing like Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing all this work mm-hmm. with alpha and theta brain waves and mm-hmm. and all of these energy healing states yep. really take you into theta. All of them do. And so this is just
1: one modality that calls
0: it that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so carry on.
1: <laughs> yes, um, and I was actually going to mention uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He, the energy that he measures being in theta, he calls it. Um, uh, if you can get into that moment of being in gratitude, yeah, it's, it's heart a, coherence. Yes, mm-hmm. and so um, once you're in that state, uh, as a practitioner, you can assist your clients in shifting something they want to shift and it can be anything from the belief system of i have to work really hard to earn money why and sometimes we're like but that's normal that's human but then why is there some people who just seem to just waltz through working and then they're millionaires you know what i mean (laughs) but that's their vibration and their consciousness
0: so they're just um Yeah. Like experiencing, because, you know, with the law of attraction, which is one of many laws, but Mm -hmm. it is, you know, life is everything's energy. It's Mm -hmm. mirroring back to you what you're being, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: So if you're being subconsciously in a state of lack.
1: Yes. Continue
0: to experience. Or if you're being subconsciously in a state of anger or fear,
1: you know. Exactly. And that's that's what we heal in theta, or I want to say we don't heal. So the energy we tap into is is a theta brainwave, theta energy. But I like to say also is that the energy that we know as source, as God, universe. So when we assist in the healing, because we're just a channel, Monica doesn't do clearings, healing. Mm -hmm. She's not the miracle worker. It's the energy that flows through me with a client. Because I feel like sometimes the moment that we think it's us doing the healing, then we're back to being human. And yes, we can. We have the power. Dr. Joe Dispenza says it. Um, Greg Braden says it. You know, we can heal the body. And Bruce Lipton is scientifically proven. We can heal the body. Mm-hmm. And how can we assist in that process? It's a divine connection, yes. which is,
0: you know, I always think of it as we are, you know, we are human. But um, there is a, um, we're a divine manifestation. We are source energy one of the perspectives of source energy. This is such yes. a rabbit hole. I feel like we need like 17 <laughs> episodes to talk about everything we need to say. <laughs> um, Matteo Stefano also had this oh. like, amazing way of describing this too. Is that you need to have contrast. So th- this is another piece that's important that I actually do want to talk about. Um, yeah. I don't want to dive to go on on this tangent yeah. yet though. So I'm like, I want you to finish your point. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I lost where I was. So I just totally. <laughs> lost it I got you said scattered. uh Matias De Stefano. you were talking. right but I mean yeah. before I was going oh you were going somewhere I'm, going, I'm <laughs> circumambulating I'm going to many places at once that's okay so it's because it's ground down it's it's vast it's so yes. vast um yeah but yeah uh oh we can change heal the body right so yes um everything is energy this physical body is like a denser manifestation of mm-hmm. Of energy, but everything is, you know. um, I don't know. My personal belief is still that everything is divine. Yes. That absolutely everything is, even though we are here to talk about dark shadow. Mm -hmm. We're talking about demons and energies and all this like (laughs) stuff. I'm like, don't like it. Not a fan. But um, but everything is is energy, and so. Mm -hmm. If you are taking responsibility for your energy, mm-hmm. you can uh, – and then you can also ask for help, right, from from God's source or source energy, from the force yeah. of love. And it's present everywhere around you and within you. Yeah. So you can um, – you can set your mind to it. Basically, you can just decide that you're going to work with that. And when you do, right. you can shift energy through any number of modalities. But yeah. it does work on a physical level, mm-hmm. because when you're looking at your physical body, it's just it's, it's energy. Everything is 99.9999% space, the smallest particle, the smallest molecule, right? Yes. It's just density. Yes. And so um, that's how it works really is that (laughs) you're going from the top down (laughs) Uh, when you're going into theta you're going into an energetic state of consciousness um, that opens up your body to healing basically it's it's connected it's connected to source it's connected to love and everything the whole system is awake and connected and available
1: yeah exactly and you said it perfectly because it's a state of mind Can we go into, actually anyone can go into a theta state, anyone. This is not something that, oh, I studied it and I'm the only one. No, a theta state is a state of mind. And if we can be, and I want to say that if um, you don't resonate with a theta state, just being in that state of being in gratitude and bliss, that's what's important. Being in that awareness, we're actually in a theta state. Every day, the second we wake up, okay, if we don't have to wake up and rush <laughs> out the door, <laughs> because sometimes it's like, oh, I have to go. Not yeah. that, not that. But right when we wake up, we open our eyes, that moment, we're in theta. If we sat there with that energy of in between awake, in between not asleep, we're right there. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very beautiful energy of light. And the reason why we, dis, my, my mom decided a long time ago, she wanted to teach these classes to, to be, my mom is a teacher. She, she's been a teacher her whole life. She was a teacher in Guatemala. So it's, it's, she, it, it's in her blood. She has information and she wants to share with everyone, which I love. And um, the whole point of her teaching theta healing and me going into it is because theta healing has many aspects and one of them is belief systems I want to say actually that's one of the 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 main belief systems fears what we fear now uh, of course you know we don't have to face our fears if we don't want to that's okay so when someone is in fear uh, what we want is to release that energy because we can go into a panic mode if something were to happen and so how can we uh, this is not about changing who you are or because maybe that fear has made you who you are and that's great but maybe we can keep the essence of who you are and how to become more of yourself without having to have that fear or that limiting belief. Yeah. So fears can manifest in many different ways. Fear of water, spiders, snakes, uh, and what we were talking about, fear of darkness, you know? (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> and here, can I just say, actually, yeah. so here's my to to bring it to relate uh, mm-hmm. back to what people are saying. So I have PTSD <laughs> and it's largely healed. But in the last year, I've also uh, made some great break- breakthroughs in understanding what happens in the brain. So like 20 years ago, I had an experience that was so difficult for me. I was panicked to like on 11 for like an extended period of time, like months, you know. Um, And so even though I've done a lot of work to heal that, my body can still be triggered by certain things and go into that state. And it rarely happens now. I mean, it can happen like every time I think I'm past it, I'm like, that's it, it's done. And then like five years later, something will happen and my body is like, boom, it's like it's happening all over again. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm afraid of the panic, actually. That's mm-hmm. what I'm actually afraid of. I'm not afraid of necess- But your brain gets confused and you think you might be afraid of this because you start to associate. It's just a survival mechanism. Your brain is wired for survival Mm -hmm. so you begin to associate whatever the trigger was Mm -hmm. with that feeling but it's not necessarily even always that it's just Mm -hmm. i'm now really it's been confusing for me for decades and now i'm like crystal clear i'm like actually i'm just scared of i don't want to feel this again um so with the darkness i was never scared of the darkness i mean this Mm -hmm. is a funny thing to say i don't haven't done Mm -hmm. drugs in years and years and years but you know when i was like a teenager i tried mushrooms and watched the exorcist in a movie theater on halloween with my friends and i was like laughing through the whole thing like it didn't trigger me at all (laughs) I didn't have the religious wiring for it. I didn't have the Catholic fear or guilt. Like it just didn't bug me. Mm -hmm. And even being in this industry um, for so long and seeing people, some people of my coworkers and stuff would be really nervous about, And entities. I was talking about energies and entities and ghosts and demons and having to, and just freaked out about it. And I was like, y'all are just attracting that through your fear. Like um, chill out and stop being a victim, like bake some cookies, buy some flowers, raise your vibration. You won't be a vibrational match to that shit. Um, And then I had an experience and I was vulnerable because I hadn't eaten. I was on like my third client of the day. I said way too much coffee. And I knew too, it was my Mm -hmm. first like big clearing because I knew, Um, I was like, I have this client and I know she has something dark, I just knew. And it was my first experience with it. And um, she felt great after the session, like it was cleared off her, but uh, it did attach itself to me. But I know that only was able to happen because I was a vibrational match to it Mm -hmm. Um, because it played on the same fears that I had From PTSD years and years and years ago, Mm -hmm. that, and I wasn't taking good care of myself. I hadn't Mm -hmm. slept the whole night before. I was up all night. This you hear frequently people Mm -hmm. um, talking about this if they're about to kind of face something dark. Um, Often there's not a lot of sleep the night before. It's not always the case, but I've just Mm -hmm. heard that. And so now, because, and I did, I had a panic attack like the next day. Um, Mm. And it, I did I have gotten like amazing ama- I'm I'm through that now but there's a piece of me because of this PTSD my nervous system is now because I had that panic attack and I associate mm-hmm. it with having cleared that dark energy off that client I now feel vulnerable mm-hmm. to the dark, whereas my whole life never was scared of it until like six months ago. And so now I'm like work beginning to work through this and my conscious mind can understand, Mm -hmm. um, that yes, it's just dark energy. Yes. I need to change my energy and then I'm no longer a match to it. Yes, I can clear it, but there's still that old wounding. And so, um, I've actually went gone to both Monica and Beatrice and got a lot of help working through this and, um, with Theta healing. Um, Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you, you change that and then other things begin to happen in your life too, because after I had a healing with you guys, um, I found this other practitioner who teaches, like, somatic and EMDR, like, therapy, so it helps you actually process the trauma through your body, and mm-hmm. that did wonders for me, but anyway, that was a whole mm-hmm. tangent to just say that, you know, what you're fearing mm-hmm. is going to be different moment to moment, but sometimes, you know, with, when people feel panicked and stuff like that, there's these weird associations that happen in the
1: brain as yeah. well Yeah, um, that can and be worked through. And that's what I was saying, because um, it's not to, because sometimes we identify with it, and we are like, yes, it's okay to be in panic, or yes, and I'm not saying it's not. What I always like to say is that we can, we're human, we can have these feelings. If you're upset, be angry. Okay, you're done? Okay, so now let's see what we can do. We're angry, 20 minutes, one hour, 24 hours, three days, five days. It just becomes, I mean, I even think that 24 hours is a lot of time, even to have a negative yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, we can go into uh, a lot of different negative feelings. And one of the things I like to bring up is the, how do you raise your vibration? Uh, chart of emotions, you know, that chart of emotions. I forgot his name right now. Yeah. I just I just blanked out. He created this chart of uh, vibration. He says that when we're in uh, anger, the vibration is very low. And the more we raise our vibration now, how do we raise our vibration? Sometimes we can raise our vibration just by eating our favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Now, mind that, you know, sometimes we're like, well, I can't eat ice cream every day. Well, if you need to have it every day, then there's something off, you know? Uh It's like, so it's not about raising your vibration daily with the same thing. It's like, why is this going on? Now, we can raise our vibration by eating something we like, by being in gratitude, being in that state. Gratitude, actually, in that chart of emotions, uh, being in the state of gratitude is actually... At the highest vibration and we're only in a state of gratitude I want to say when unfortunately when something has happened and we're overcoming it maybe somebody was about to die and they didn't and we are so grateful and that we go into that state but being in a state and raising your vibration and staying there, it's not easy. I, it's, it's, if it were easy, it's I would be like, "Hey, here's the recipe. <laughs> it's not. It's well, you um, have it's, different different things that work at different moments. Yeah,
0: that's what I found is there are mm-hmm. different tricks and different hacks that work at different moments. Um, but it's like if focusing on only protection is a fear-based, this is what I've always felt, that it's Mm -hmm. very fear-based. I need to protect myself. It's like, sometimes you might actually feel, like I used to always think that was silly, like let's just focus on love and light. And now I'm finding sometimes I need to Mm -hmm. have that um, because of where I am right now on my path. And I hope that I will not always be here. (laughs) But um, yeah, there's different things at different times that will help you to shift your state.
1: We always, always have that. And I want to say it's a, it's not, it it is a choice and it is an option, but I want to say that sometimes, um, in Theta Healing, we find out why is it serving you to be in this space? Hmm. So we need to find out, um, if the client is ready to release anything they want to release why they're holding on to it or why has it been there and then we can release it and what have they learned from it because if it's that exchange of like every time let's say I'm angry my mom calls me or every time this happens I get money or and so if there's always been an exchange how like I said before how can we have that same thing coming in without having to go through these experiences it sometimes it hurts and Mm. when our vibration is low um that's when we attract negative energy so not only we're angry but then on top of that now um i have heard a a few you know a few people say say that not every time that we have a negative feeling there's a negative entity or being um i will say that that's true up to a certain point how angry and how often you are because like i said if we want to stay there for three days um, your vibration is not high so something's gonna attract i i i mean you can attract an angel if you pray <laughs> yeah there's always going to be something like, and I don't mean like there's always going to be an entity, like you said earlier. It's that if there's something negative around. Good.
0: I was just going to say, can we talk about entities? Because here's the thing. Um, Like, let's just, because I know this isn't really like spirituality 101. Like, I know anyone listening to this probably like has smudged before. Like, a lot of you guys are also going to be even be professional healers or be Reiki certified. Um, And, of course, welcome if you're new to all this. This is a heck of a place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is important. So... Before, when I, because I'm like a very rational person too. I even came to my belief of God rationally. I used to be a hardcore atheist when I was little. Um, and so now the, I'm experiencing, I'm having experiences of the divine in my life. Um, i having experiences of energy. Uh, but I used to, I'm much and still much more comfortable with chalking up negative energy to just that negative energy that's more comfortable for me. I don't like the Mm -hmm. idea of like a demon, not a fan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I know that when I had this experience with this client and I saw in her eyes too, and I was like, whoa, just, and I thought I was still composed at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so there are different types of energies that happen. So we have negative energy. We have um, the ghosts, like uh, that's like like spirits, people that have passed away but that haven't moved on. Um, demon, demonic energy is a whole other type of energy, and I would love for you to explain that because I used to just even studying theta healing, they go into all of this, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Negativity, like blanket <laughs> negativity, like that's where I was, like so resistant to it. Right, and until you have an experience of something, it's also difficult to to just blindly accept. I'm not a blind acceptor, right? So yeah. I'll know, once I have an experience, I'm like, okay. um And so, of course, there's still part of me that does blanket those, but you can experience different energies, um and yeah. some things are like not as scary as other things. So can you go through what are the different types of dark energy and how they like what they're called, how they manifest, and then um also the differences between dealing with each one of those. Because Sage is great for some things and then there's other stuff that Sage probably isn't strong enough. Yeah. Like, you know?
1: um, (laughs) Like for me that day.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. So um let's let's start with uh thought forms or yeah Yeah. Yeah. Had whatever you
1: so everything starts with what are we gonna attract and then I'll talk about the categories of what I I have seen uh, we all have different names for them and all that uh, different um, types of healings that have different names but the basics are well let me tell you first theta healing uh, when we teach when my mom teaches the class of theta healing theta healing has a 15-minute lecture of wandering spirits and demons or fallen angels. 15 minutes, we do an exercise, that's it. That's, that's the guideline of Theta Healing. So mm-hmm. Theta Healing doesn't expand on it. We expand on it because we had a lot of experiences before Theta where we just didn't know what to do. And so when that part comes, we expand on it. So theta healing, if somebody took a theta healing class, I'm not so sure if they would even bring it up.
0: They I just read it in the books.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's very, very small. Now, um, once I learned theta healing, I found out that you can actually clear spirits. And that was like the biggest plus in my life. <laughs> literally in my whole life <laughs> <laughs> it's done <laughs> um yeah. so how do they attach let's start with that so when when we go back to the chart of emotions it's uh when we're in a negative feeling which is like anger guilt grief fear and all that stuff um we're in a very low vibration we're like in under the i think in that chart of emotions it's like under the 200 numbers of frequency. I think it's in Hertz measured, I think. And um, we don't, because our vibration is low, we attract beings, two types of beings, wandering spirits, which is people who have passed and they didn't go into the light. They, They had a window to go in, and for whatever reason, they decided to stay behind. Maybe they still haven't finished business. Maybe they, the family here feels bad that they died and they feel bad that they died and they wanted to stay behind to be with them. Hmm. They don't know that if they go into the light, they can be more of assistance than staying behind. And there's also like maybe other things like they're attached to something physically. This was my house, my car. And when, I, when they die, they're like, I'm not going to let it go and so they stay behind for many many reasons now that's one type of energy the other type of energy is something that i want to say which i have found many categories something that wasn't in human form and i'll just say that as the basics something that wasn't in human form um that what we call demons or fallen angels um or angels that turned bad so to speak and they're more like of what we've heard of like you know like you say in the exorcist movie they're like the ones that cause like more harm and chaos in a person's life they don't always manifest as like what we see like oh it's a possession and it's um uh what do you call it it's a paranormal activity just by having like anything negative alcohol and when i say alcohol as in like an addiction or drugs that have been going on and mind that i will say this alcohol in my family i my grand my grandfather was an alcoholic and a few of my uncles were alcoholics so the fact that i could be an alcoholic at the time i didn't see it remember i had it under control (laughs) (laughs) so we have to see like what we do with our energy because even just um, what I do even if I want to drink right now just have a beer I clear my energy right after we open up our energy when Mm. we do things that might bring forth an attachment Um, so it's not bad to drink it's just clearing your energy because you also have to see why do we drink yeah in my case boom escape Don't want to be here. Self-medicating. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, How many times do we drink? Because, okay, celebration. What do we call celebration? So we need to see that, like being a little bit more, why do we go into that state? Um, Yeah, I celebrate every Saturday. That's not just a celebration. It's like we have to see what it is. Um, Yeah. So a low vibration can bring low vibrational energy. So we have wandering spirits and we have, let's say, demons. Mm-hmm. Now I have seen a lot of healers um say, I clear my energy every day. This is why we do muscle testing and this is why, because it's not what our logical mind says. We tap into the subconscious and see what's there. And If there's an attachment, we can release it, whatever it is. So if we were angry a week ago and okay, okay, but it's behind it, I'm okay, it's fine. It was just a one thing incident. But then it's still, you hear that voice of like, but he said, but she said, but did you meet? But did you, you know, all this stuff and all the negativity will definitely bring some type of attachment. Now, there are other Types, but these are like the two main categories now um for mediums for people who are mediums I don't do mediumship um even though I see sometimes people that have passed um wandering spirits if there's a message that needs to be relayed let's relay it let's see if the the person is in the light you know stuff like that but um even as a medium we have to check in to see what are the 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 energies that we're attracting or coming through if it's for clients perfect great um i always have a boundary i'm like there's nobody allowed in my space
0: Mm.
1: you're good or you're not good it's one or the other and if you're not good you're gone now um i've also seen um people say well i clear myself every day great And if it's worked, I'm all for it. You pray every day, great. If it's working, then that's good. The issue is when it's not working. That's when I always say like, then it's not just theta healing. Theta healing was just a tool that helped me see what happens when sage is not working. So if you've saged, if you've used holy water, if you've used your rituals, if you've done what you need to do and it's still not working, then find someone who you feel connected to that can assist you. I have seen that Reiki energy has cleared something. I have seen that reconnective healing has cleared, you know, so it's not about, Mm -hmm. Oh, only theta can clear it. Right. For me, that's what worked because I did try everything and it wasn't working. So another category is, um, sometimes we have like negative attachments, um, that are, I want to say it like this only because we don't know what they are, alien form, right. negative, yeah. negative alien form type of beings. And and we've heard, you know, reptilians, we've heard great, we've heard different terms, but whatever that is, if there is, usually with a client, I'll, I'll start asking and I'll know, I'll receive from source, God, energy what we need to muscle test because it's not always like you said, it's not always like, oh, it's a demon. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. You know, it's, so it can be different for different people. Now, once we find out where, it, where it is, where it's coming from, we can actually even clear and release contracts that we might've made. We've might've made contracts with them in a past life or even this lifetime without even knowing. I'm always very um, uh, aware of the energy that we tap into if let's say we're going to go do a ritual and this person is going to do a ritual with calling mother earth. Perfect. What else? God energy. Perfect. Um, you know, I went once to uh, into this, um, ceremony, which, um, I think it was a shaman. He was, um, And very powerful, which I am so not like against any shamans. Like I wanna learn shamanism specifically, but more more of it, because I do know like the basics, but he started calling in all this beautiful energy of beings of light. And he said, because I think it was like a, a full moon, he opened the he said, I'm opening the doors for all beings of light to come through. And then he said something along the lines, I'm not going to, I'm paraphrasing it, but he said something along the lines of, and any other being who wants to come in. Ooh, right. I'm like, like you said in the beginning, that's vague. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) He, He had said, light And then it was very vague. And so we need to also make sure, talking about how we speak and our thoughts. We all have negative thoughts. This is not about, ooh, positive thinking. It's more about how do we speak? If we're always like uh, saying like, you know what, F that person, F that person, and there's this anger, then what is it? Like there's something that needs to shift heal, maybe release. Mm-hmm. And when we have those feelings, we have to just catch ourselves and see where is it coming from. And when we speak in those words, it's because there's thoughts. And when the, the, once we change our, our thought forms, how do we speak of ourselves to start with? Mm-hmm. What do we say? How, how, what's the vibration of our words? Oh, I'm fat. I'm ugly. Uh, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. When we use words like that, remember, um, Dr. Emoto yeah. spoke about water. Mm-hmm. Water, if we bless the water, we label it. Guess what? It's blessed. If we say angry things, the when he put it under a microscope, it looked like mush. It looked like mud, and it looked really ugly. So what happens is that, guess what? Our body, we know this, 75, 80% water, something like that. And when we're talking about ourselves, we're inputting that information in our body. And so the way we think, and if we don't start with our mind, changing the way we think not, like I said, for us to be positive, but catch yourself when you're having a negative thought. So it's kind of like a rewiring, yeah, definitely. Because I was one of them. I would always say things about my, oh my god, I'm dumb. You're dumb. They're dumb. And it's like we're hurting with words. And now we know it. Like we we know that words spells have power. Yes. Why do you think we call it cursing? Because we curse. It makes cool. so much sense. Yeah, and so. When we talk about ourselves and others, that anger, that frustration, whatever it is, it's in us. And that's how we see ourselves. And so we need to shift that. Now, taking that awareness of our thoughts and how we speak and honoring our bodies, our friends, people, even people we don't like. Mm -hmm. It's not about liking everybody. We can dislike someone and disagree. But that anger is not for that person. That anger is within because we haven't healed or addressed something. There's the dissonance, yeah. When we don't raise our vibration, starting with our thoughts, just there, because we can sage all you want. Yeah. But once we have that, it's not going to work too much. Now, if it works, like I said, then this is not to change anybody's way of thinking it's more like just catch yourself now if there is a long lasting issue of anger and alcohol the house or the place will have negative energies and the longer we let it then it becomes a problem then we have things falling things moving Hmm. then we have something stronger and but it all starts here. Yeah. What do we create? Thoughts create
0: our reality. So here's, that's also true. And the initial, when I was initially doing, dealing with PTSD, you know, I, for the first year and a half, I used medication to just help equalize Mm -hmm. my body. And then this is like 20 years ago. And then use cognitive behavioral therapy, which is mm-hmm. something you use to help you shift your thoughts. And it is literally the freaking law of attraction. Like it's <laughs> the same principles, right? So, yeah. um, like using positive what ifing, right? Instead mm-hmm. of what if this, what if that, and then you're like suddenly tanked into like the worst case scenario in a split second, you can shift it. Well, what if everything is going to be okay? What if I can heal this? Like, what if. Um... But one of the things that happens when you have attachments a lot of the time or entities or mm-hmm. if you will is you don't have the energy to clear them and that's one of the things that I've noticed right so it's like oh you say you're gonna have a drink and then you're gonna clear your energy after but sometimes you just won't like and that's the pitfall so I find myself even as a healer relying mm-hmm. I can clear my own energy but if I sense something is off I'll go to a friend yeah and ask yeah, for yeah. a clearing but um But how do we not feel so vulnerable to these things? Because essentially, like what I struggle with the most at this point, and it's getting better, like I know rationally Mm -hmm. that love prevails, it always prevails, that light always prevails. Um, This is what I believe. And I believe Mm -hmm. so powerfully and so strongly in the law of grace, because every time I've asked for help, I've received it. So -hmm. you can ask for help. And that's why prayer is so powerful. But yeah there's a sense of vulnerability like if my vibration is off and like how do I, I don't want people to, to be like, oh, my vibration is tanked or I'm angry about something. Now I'm going to have attachments and then be mm-hmm. stuck in the fear of that because this is so important. Actually, this is like a big thing I've been wrestling with since COVID-19 and 2020 mm-hmm. is everyone's talking about conspiracy theories. Everyone's mm-hmm. talking about the dark, even all of these people, light workers, mm-hmm. that are, it's like an inevitable conversation. And it's not the topic of this podcast, but I'm bringing it up to make a point that... Mm-hmm. I have found the focus on this darkness to be very toxic, Mm -hmm. but I also am like, and here we are, like we're at a moment where I have to acknowledge and begin to work through some of this so I can discover the light within me and begin to trust that I have the power to transform this, like that I can, that it will work, that I can Mm -hmm. heal myself, that I can help heal other people, that I can call on the force of love to help me help Mm -hmm. them or to help them, Um, but... I don't want us to be like, well, you might get an entity on you. Like just, Mm -hmm. and then people are like, oh, what do I do? Like, how do I stop this? It's this feeling of vulnerability and powerlessness, Mm -hmm. which is, it's like, it's, that's what the core problem is anyway, Mm -hmm. because when you feel that way, you feel scared. Yeah. If you feel powerless, you feel scared. And so all of this coming up is like a journey toward discovering the true power of divinity within Mm -hmm. you and everywhere around you. Um, but yeah, so what would you say to speak
1: to that? Yeah, one thing I will say is um, because we're energy healers, we light workers, we bring this light, I think that I believe that what we need to put out there is love, compassion, How can I say this from a place of love? And remember, um, one of the things that uh, darkness, whatever you want to call darkness, doesn't like is all of us connected and in light, no matter what it is. Connection. Mm. So what's happening, let's say right now, when we go into panic, everybody, someone's over there, someone's over here, but I'm right, but I'm right. And this is not about being right or wrong. I feel like as 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 and like, like I don't like to use the word. Uh, he, I'm a healer. I like to say I'm a channel mm. for the energy healing. Um, as a channel, I don't think we we should. And this is just my personal opinion. We don't need to put out there because you brought it up. COVID-19, look at everybody that's dying. Oh, let me share this one because this is going on. Oh, let me put this, and look at how this person. I feel like we we need, instead of posting or doing something that feels, and I understand because I already heard the people who are gonna listen to it, but we have a voice. Yes, we do, and we can use that voice. <laughs> I'm psychic. (laughs) She is. She is. Yeah. I have a voice. You do. And yes, there are people who are here to speak the truth, whatever that is for them and for others. And that's great. I also feel we're here to share and shed light, not just darkness, because what we're instilling, if you really think about it as speaking your truth with a post that will say, look at all these numbers, whatever it is, the statistics, uh, economy, 20,000 feet down, uh, deaths, 20,000 feet up. What you're creating is fear. Just deny it. What What am I showing Rebecca when I show this? Oh my God, look at all the people. Whatever it is, up or down. Mm I am helping you get into more fear. And so what right now we need is light. So when there's all these things going on, this is, I feel like I have been saying this, this is what we've been working for. We've been working to be prepared for moments like these where we can assist others with love and compassion. And it's not easy. Seeing and being in this moment For many of us, and it's totally fine. And if you're scared, then let's look for light. How do we look for it? Yeah, because being in that fear is what attracts more fear, exactly. Low vibration, fear is a hundred in that scale of uh, the chart of emotions. We're not even halfway. Imagine. Mm Even acceptance is not even halfway in that chart of emotions. And I'm talking about fears all the way down here. Acceptance is right here. To come a little bit above that, I'm just like, just try. Um, I feel like we would be more united. We unite only when... Tragic things happen. If you also look at it, so even like the people that are speaking for for people for the masks, no mask, yes, no, all that, we're angry and we're fighting, and I understand the anger, but if we really look deep, deep down, the anger is not towards that. Yeah. There's something that was silenced in us that now we need to speak up, and it's great do it but without the anger Hmm. so i think that we should be more grounded more united as 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 community as family as everything because right now that's that's the big plus all the communities are online which is great you know all these beautiful things have come up because of this it's not ideal We didn't want this. Nobody wanted this. But let's not just look at the negative.
0: Yeah, it's literally when you're calling out, like this is what I found has been happening or I've observed and even experienced within myself briefly. I tend not to play into it as much, but I have a little bit recently, is that it becomes like the pot calling the kettle black when you are a light worker, but you're like, but we can't trust anybody and there's a dark plan and we can't let the dark forces win. And then it becomes like just fear mongering, fear mongering, fear mongering. And I'm like, that's exactly what you're saying. You don't want. <laughs> exactly. So, um, in terms of like, because I know we've been going for quite some time and I mm-hmm. think you all also have to get your son. That's <laughs> I'm like, that's I feel like we need to have like two episodes or something. <laughs> there's more stuff I want to get into, but yeah. How do we, um, Like if you had other than obviously you can book a Theta Healing with Monica um, through MyPathToLight.com or you can book one with me too. Although Mm -hmm. if you have something, (laughs) I'm like for for clearing dark energy, she really is the go-to. Like she's really the expert and, um, you know, I have cleared it. Um, but I'm still working through my own empowerment process yes. around trusting that I can do yes. that when things show up in a really intense way. But I want to, <laughs> I want to leave people with yeah. like something really practical that they can do if they're running into low vibes within themselves or around themselves. That even if they don't book a session, yeah. like. Which book a session if you can book one. It really is life-changing. I always say that it's like mouthwash. I feel like my whole soul has like had the Listerine feeling Mm -hmm. after I get a a Theta healing from Monica or her mother, Beatrice. But... You know, um, there was another podcast, not to tangent, but I listened Mm -hmm. to The Manifestation Babe, did a totally Mm -hmm. outlier episode. Um, She's more about like money mindset and coaching Mm -hmm. and manifesting. But she did this episode where she's like, that one time I fought off a dark spirit. And I was like, wow. (laughs) She's like, yeah, this is woo," And it was like wild, but she's just kept on. She didn't have training and how to do it really. But she was just kept on screaming. I am love. 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 And she said it eventually cleared, but it was a lot of fear that came up. So whether or not you're actually dealing with an entity, a spirit or attachment, or you're just depressed, or you have anxiety disorder or PTSD, or you're panicked, or things are very hard for everybody right now too, Mm -hmm. um, for the most part in isolation, um, and what's going on in the world right now, that for the most part, we are just kind of facing a lot of our own shadow. So this is where shadow work sort of tends to meet there's like the one side of clearing entities literally and ghost busting. Da, na, 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 <laughs> right. There's like that whole yes. element. And then there's also like shadow work or which the two do combine. They do come mm-hmm. together where you're dealing with your emotional pain and your hurt, but wherever you are on that spectrum, you're still dealing with negative energy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a ghost and demon and entity or just like the blahs, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, is there, what's your favorite? I mean, for you, like, I know you just do a clearing on yourself, but is there something in particular that you, a tip you would have for like just an average human that doesn't have your skill set?
1: Well, actually, I am so glad you brought that up um, with this um, person you were talking about. Look at what she said. Mm-hmm. I am love. I am yeah. love what we just talked about what is the vibration and here's the thing like I said it's not that um, only this works what works if your sage is working that's great my thing is when it doesn't work what do you do and that's when we always seek help and that's the the go-to for me what can you do right now to clear your energy one thing I I loved when you said it, Rebecca, it was prayer. This is my favorite. One of the strongest, powerful thing that we can do, prayer. If you are going through some dark times, say the Lord's Prayer. Just even that, if nothing comes to mind, the Lord's Prayer is also very powerful. And this is not about being Catholic. Mm -hmm. That prayer has power. And so if you pray, if what you feel is because I feel like I can't get out of this darkness, whatever that means to you, like you said, anxiety, frustration, what's causing it? And maybe shifting, trying to shift it. Because I know, like you said, you know, sometimes it's hard when you're in it. It's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, get curious. Look at it yeah what if like what could happen and it it, like i said it's not easy but we always have that light that shines that's always there call upon archangel michael call upon who you resonate with virgin mary with
0: yeah yeah and for people that aren't like religious like if you because i know some people have an aversion to like if they've had bad experiences in religion then they don't but you know, what I always say is the very fact that you're looking for light,
1: mm-hmm.
0: means there is light already within you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The very fact that you're looking for it, it's an intention for goodness. It's already present within you and nothing can stamp that out. Right. So, exactly. um, so focus on that and, you know, If you don't like the Lord's Prayer or you don't believe that you can, you know, call on an ascended master or an angel, which for years I didn't. This is all a little bit new for me experientially. Mm -hmm. Too, I feel their energies now when Mm. I call them. That's new. Even like within the last year, I'm like, whoa. Um, But before that, I was having experiences where I was just calling on love. Mm -hmm. Just in general, because um, so, yeah, but calling on, by the way, calling on the angels is very powerful. And the Lord's Prayer is is. very powerful, like very powerful. But if it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. There's still um, goodness, love It it can exist in any form. So there's whatever you
1: can do it. Mm -hmm.
0: And I would say that um, if you really do feel lost in your spirituality and you don't have anything to grab a hold of, call a friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: because that's very powerful too right and it's just the seeking help it's a connection it's being connected and helping having so you know you can get so much help through calling friends get through some of the darkest times and it does shift your energy and it does open up a portal of love
1: it does in such exactly. a real
0: in such a real way so um yeah. Like even the fact that, you know, having this conversation with Monica and be like, I called her a couple of weeks ago when I got triggered, somebody wanted to talk about black magic. And it was like, oh my God, <laughs> I was like, I can't. And it just set off. Like my nervous system was like, right. Just, um, and I was like, she's like, do you need a clearing? And I was like, I think I just need to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it really helps. So either way, um, yeah, and like you said earlier, maybe it's just talking, talking. I want to leave you all with that in that um, there's so many different ways you can bring light and love into your experience. And there's no one way, um, and this could be different things at any time, but whatever it is that you choose to do, when you make that effort, I really think that effort will be met. matched by the force Um, and energy is always moving and shifting and changing. So this is, I know I'm going on and on. There's just so much to say, but it doesn't have to be permanent. So if you have something dark, it's like, um, it doesn't have to be like this permanent thing that can't be cleared or healed or shifted. And there's so many mm-hmm. different ways it can be healed and shifted. So exactly, um, stay, w- connect with love, connect with something that feels mm-hmm. good and feels light. And that would be the first step. And then of course you can call Monica if you need like some professional ghost busting. <laughs> and I mean that like beyond just people that have passed on but like any sort of energies that you're struggling with, um, mm-hmm. she really is on another level. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or share that we
1: didn't have a chance to get to today? I think Um, we covered everything. I think, um, yeah, I just just feel that there's so much hope out there. Mm. And that if we never give up, if we always keep moving forward, if we always look for the light, and the light really doesn't have to be beings of light it can be just god just that connection yeah just when you said i i always like to say seek help anything seek help, reach ask out for help for a friend just even that it's like because sometimes we think people know what we want and they see us down and they're okay they don't reach out and we're like why didn't they reach out maybe sometimes you need to say something and so reaching out seeking help like you said That is the first step to moving forward and opening that door for assistance to flow through. And love transmutes.
0: It transmutes everything. That's what moves this energy. Mm -hmm. that's what clears dark energy whether it's the blahs on anything from the spectrum to the blahs to like a nasty demon (laughs) it's love (laughs) is the remedy because the vibrations can't coexist yeah so um, yeah exactly Like they can't so you can conquer all of this energy we all can
1: and like you said you know one thing I will say is that if it feels and it resonates more to just have music in the background to clear the energy, I always suggest put the sound of the Om. Mm. Om is one of the highest vibrations of sound, and if you put it in a room, it cleanses the energy. Even if you have it like on on low volume, just so you can hear it in the background. That cleanses the energy just right off the bat. Wow. Yeah. Sound healing. Like,
0: or you're, you know, if that's a great idea or if that, if you don't like OM, um, put on a song that you mm-hmm. love. Yeah because it you everybody knows the power of music is like mm-hmm. the most epic energy healing mm-hmm. of all time like mm-hmm. every musician is a healer <laughs> um but yeah so like it, it will change the frequency if it's vibration. a low
1: vibration then the om helps
0: a lot yeah if the om is really good that's mm-hmm. beautiful so monica not to put you on the spot but there is more i want to ask you another yeah. time and I, I would love for you to to come back it's just <laughs> such a deep topic so maybe if there could ever be a part two i'd be Super yes grateful. <laughs> um and yeah the just specifically um Oh man, I have so much written down here. Never mind. Just more on conquering fear and actually like some practical applications. Um, and yeah. maybe we could actually do a brief clearing in the podcast for people like, again. Oh yeah, time too. that'd be really fun. It would be a shorter episode. <laughs> but yeah, <Will> it? <laughs> yeah, will it? She mm. But yeah, I really hope um, that you all connect with Monica. Follow her um, on Instagram mm-hmm. at my path to underscore
1: light right yes that's right (laughs) yes all right well um anything else that's it i so appreciate you thank you so much for having me here today and i am so happy to do a part two three four (laughs) that's amazing Yeah, yeah thank you so much and um
0: i'm like always like all the things um check out monica's website for classes that she's teaching as well Mm -hmm. she is teaching classes on how to clear energies and things like that as well um and you can book with either of us we're sending you all of our love sending out um a closing prayer just thanking the force of love for being present right now in this podcast with monica and i and everyone listening cloaking us all in infinite love and grace and the power of the force of love radiating out now to you wherever you are to be carried with you wherever you go So be it.
1: So it is.
0: So it is. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me here on Sacred Starlight Spiritual Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Follow me on Instagram at sacred underscore starlight or visit me on my website at sacredstarlight.com. I am sending you nothing but love and enchantment and magic and power and grace. Have a beautiful day and until next time, stay enchanted.